0: This is the KOTO Community Radio News for Wednesday, January 12th. I'm Julia Caulfield. In today's headlines, Celluride Foundation selects new CEO, a state of the town address, Susan Altman to step down as TES principal, and a mountain weather forecast. Jason Corzine will be joining the Telluride Foundation as its new president and CEO.
1: It's an absolute honor to be able to join the Telluride Foundation to serve alongside a very dedicated staff and a board and really leave my mark on a community um, that has meant so much to me and my family over the years.
0: Corzine will be taking over the position from Paul Major, who announced he would be stepping down last year. The Telluride Foundation board announced the hire last week. While Corzine will be making the move to Telluride, he currently lives in Denver with work in Washington, D.C., he's not new to the area. I had
1: the experience of entering Telluride at a very young age uh, with my family. And, you know, as an 8-year-old kid um, in the early 1980s, entering into Telluride for the first time, like many people, Uh, It was just uh, an an incredible experience. It left left, uh, a mark on me, an indelible mark, I would say, that has been with me my entire life.
0: As an adult, a job at the Trust for Public Land brought him back to the region with the Red Mountain Project.
1: At the time, the focus was to acquire mining claims in Telluride, Duray, and Silverton, and kind of all points in between, and the San Juans, and, and really in partnership with the Forest Service to secure access and really help uh, the Forest Service manage their public lands in a way that that really had strong community benefits.
0: He notes the project culminated in acquiring private mining claims at Wilson Peak. Corzine says the work helped him see the power of conservation from a community engagement standpoint.
1: It really opened my eyes into the power of community engagement. The power of locals who can help make a difference both philanthropically, but also in their, their passion and expertise and and what we were able to accomplish ultimately, not only as an organization, but as a, a team of dedicated conservation professionals was securing and rerouting access to one of the, the area's most iconic 14ers in Wilson Peak.
0: Corzine moved on from the Trust for Public Land to serve as vice president of the National Park Foundation, but now he says he's excited to become part of a smaller community. With his shift to the Telluride Foundation, Corzine will be in charge of the more than $7 million budget, focused on providing support to arts, education, health and human services, community development, and social enterprise in the region. He says he's looking forward to being part of an innovative foundation.
1: It's very entrepreneurial. It's very nimble. And I want to continue to honor that spirit of nimbleness and entrepreneurship and innovation. But I also want to think about uh, what plays to my strengths, and that is developing strategic initiatives that are long-term and and have the ability to engage the community. I love the opportunity to fundraise, but the way I approach fundraising Is really with the spirit and intent of of having a set plan and goals of what the community needs and how the philanthropic community can help meet that.
0: When it comes to tackling that work, Corzine says he intends to listen first.
1: I'm not afraid to sit down with anyone uh, to talk about the work of the community. And so while we might not come from the same political background or socioeconomic background, uh, we all have the same passion and drive, and that is to make this community the best community that it can possibly be.
0: To start, he says he sees room for growth when it comes to diversity and equity in the region.
1: How are we going to develop a practice and discipline of equity and inclusion You know, amongst our board, amongst our staff, our external partners, um, how we think about our funding opportunities? How are we going to engage the BIPOC communities and and deliver philanthropy in, in ways that really support inclusive programming. Uh, thinking about how this community Telluride in general can really mobilize the social capital in ways that promote the, the sort of broad democratic norms and, and allow us to engage all community members.
0: And when thinking about the role of the foundation in the community, Corzine says individuals shouldn't be afraid of the wealth it draws.
1: I think it's you know it's important to recognize that wealth exists and that wealth can drive a lot of powerful change for communities and so let's not be shy about making sure that uh the donor community the philanthropic community if you will sees their role in helping us move the needle on community initiatives and making sure you honor uh the voices that are in the community so that you know you're serving them appropriately
0: Corzine will begin his position as president and CEO of the Telluride Foundation in February. Paul Major will stay on temporarily to help with the transition. Telluride Mayor Delaney Young provided the first State of the Town Address for 2022 at Tuesday's Town Council meeting. The following is the address in its entirety.
2: Call it what you will. Deja vu Groundhog Day. Whatever your preferred term may be, that sense of being right back where we were one year ago is all too strong at the moment. While that is an undeniable common feeling for many of us right now, we have accomplished many great things in our community in 2021. Looking back, though we are certainly tired of discussing and living with COVID, it is still with us. In fact, we ended 2021 with a bang as it pertains to the rapid and ruthless growth in our local case numbers. However, we should be grateful because things could have been much worse. And we should be proud of our proactive efforts in using tools available to us. The wastewater treatment plant testing has been invaluable We have had one of the highest vaccination rates in the country and through it all, we have been economically successful. Telluride maintained its illustrious reputation as a coveted place to visit. Our visitor numbers in 2021 matched or exceeded the previous highest year on record. We returned to some semblance of our traditional events and practices, and it felt good to do so. The 2021 final real estate transfer tax collections and the almost final sales tax revenues are, of course, a welcome sight. The RET was the second highest in our history. The sales tax, with two months still to be reconciled, has already exceeded the historic number set in 2019. Those proceeds will allow us to provide necessary and expected services and also assist us in achieving our goals in the coming year. Seeing alongside the stress and strain of our local workforce and watching neighbors and friends move away on a continual basis those earnings can feel insignificant. Housing struggles continue to impact our community in an alarming way. Telluride has exercised opportunities to land bank. The THA subcommittee has met on an increasingly frequent basis to plan and design housing. We adopted a short-term, albeit imperfect, solution that has provided a place for some to land this winter. And we have collaborated with San Miguel County to tackle this issue head on. The Sunnyside housing construction became visual evidence of the efforts the town is taking to address the needs for workforce housing. The town council and town staff continue to offer financial assistance to people facing obstacles in paying for their housing. Looking ahead. Town Council has adopted several ambitious goals for 2022. We will adopt and begin to implement a new climate action plan, which will advance our efforts to tackle climate change on a local and regional basis. Our efforts towards diversity, equity, and inclusion will be prioritized. We will proceed with experts to undertake the expansion and improvements to the wastewater treatment plant. The first elements of the Southwest Area Plan will be addressed. Telluride will be constructing three employee housing projects simultaneously. To realize these goals, we are depending on all of you to take the journey with us. We need your input to make the best decisions. If you see an opportunity to comment, whether at a meeting or in a survey or through an email, please talk to us. We also need you to understand that a single opinion will not necessarily drive the result. There are many voices to hear and we must consider them all. We look forward to the continued support of the generous volunteers who serve on our various boards and commissions to help us achieve these goals. We also appreciate the higher level of participation from the community in general, and we hope that behavior continues. As always, please be patient, be kind, look out for each other, and thank you.
0: That was Mayor Delaney Young providing a state of the town address at Telluride's town council meeting this week. Telluride Elementary School principal Susan Altman will step down at the end of this school year. Altman announced her decision in an email to families on Tuesday. She's been at TES for 21 years as a kindergarten, first and second grade teacher, as well as working as a literacy coach and in the library and for the last six years has served as principal. Altman says she's enjoyed every minute. I have the most incredible staff, who I feel are just an extension of
3: my own family. Um, However, um, you know, the job of principal is is pretty much 24-7, and I think I would like a
0: bit more time um, to do some other things in my life. Looking back at her time at TES, Altman says one of her proudest accomplishments was launching the dual immersion program when she was a literacy coach. That's been huge, and I think it's something
3: um, that the community really was interested in. It's still a very popular strand in my school today. She also points to the atmosphere at the elementary school. It's a very joyful building, so it's, you know, just maintaining that culture and Um, Being a part of it is something that I'm really proud of as well.
0: A sizable portion of her tenure as principal has been during the pandemic. Navigating COVID, Altman says, taught her about her leadership style.
3: It was a time where decisions had to be made. They had to be made quickly. You had to have the trust of the staff. Like I say, I've been here for 21 years, so I've worked in the trenches right alongside teachers and know them well. And any time I made a decision, I always had them And the students in the forefront.
0: She says it's been challenging, but also,
3: I feel like we are seeing some light at the end of the tunnel, and I'm knocking on wood.
0: (laughs) Looking ahead to her last months as principal, Altman says continuing to provide leadership through the pandemic will continue to be a priority. Another focus, she says, will be bringing on new people. You know, the spring is hiring time,
3: and so I feel like that is a big responsibility, is, is hiring the right people that will fit in and find happiness within the group of people that work here and and with, you know, kind of the mindset that we have
0: in the buildings. Once her time as principal is done, Altman's plans are a bit up in the air. She says she's not ready to retire, but wants more flexibility. She says she's thinking about other ways to give back and be productive. And she isn't ruling out staying connected to the school district in some capacity if the right role pops up. But before any of that, she says she has to finish this job first.
3: This job, and that includes my job as a teacher and as a coach and um, and now as a principal, has really been such a bright light in my life and the people that I work with. And I, I can't say enough about the people that I work with and how truly it's just a really positive atmosphere. I feel super supportive. I mean, I'm not sure that, you know, that's something that exists in in many workplaces. So um, it's been a pleasure to be part of this team. It's such a delight to be with young children every single day. The kids in this community are just amazing to work with and the parents are so supportive. So those pieces make the job, I mean, a dream job.
0: In her email to families, Altman says she's making the announcement now, so her position can be posted in advance to attract as many strong candidates as possible for her replacement. Susan Altman's last day as principal at Telluride Elementary School will be Thursday, June 30th. The town of Telluride is once more providing money for local housing relief. On Tuesday, town council unanimously agreed to contribute up to another $100,000 to a regional housing fund that council contributed to earlier in the pandemic. Council member Geneva Charnett brought up the idea to help people who had to miss work to quarantine over the holidays. There's no federal support anymore, and a lot of people make a lot of their income in those two weeks, and they were snatched away. The money will be aimed at helping people in private housing in the Arwen School District. Mayor Delaney Young notes there are already options for assistance for anyone in town-owned rental housing. The funding comes as Telluride reports record-breaking sales tax revenues and more than double its budgeted real estate transfer tax revenues for 2021. Telluride's Town Council unanimously approved grant recommendations from the Commission for Community Assistance, Arts, and Special Events on Tuesday. The Case Board recommended the grant allocations at a meeting last week. Under the recommendations, Case allocated over half a million dollars to 47 nonprofits. Town Council did not have any questions for the Case Board when it came to allocation recommendations. Councilmember Adrian Christie shared her gratitude for the hard work of the board. I commend you all for your hard work on this. As someone who works, um, has worked in nonprofits in this community, it's such a huge um, program, and I think it um, can be really hard to sort of uh, measure the perceived impact of a, of an organization um, and remain diplomatic about their. Uh, what they do for our community, because a lot of it is sort of apples and oranges. They do different things and they're all very important. Um, And so I appreciate the thoughtfulness that you um, put towards this task. The town of Telluride will distribute funding agreements to grant recipients this week with payments following after. Local artists have two upcoming opportunities to get some space to get creative. Camp V is offering a month-long residency. Artists can stay at the 120-acre former mining community just west of Natarita from February 21st to March 20th, with a two-bedroom cabin and space to create provided. To apply, send a resume and cover letter to info at campv.com by February 1st. For those looking for something a bit different, Telluride Arts is also offering new studio space in Ilium for artists to sublet. The space above Ghost Pocket Kitchen can support a variety of disciplines from digital media to jewelry making, painting, collage, sculpture, and ceramics. Workspaces range in size from 60 to 120 square feet with Wi-Fi and 24-hour access. Private locking storage is also available. Reach out to Telluride Arts for more information. Crowds have returned to the state capitol as lawmakers kick off their legislative session. KOTO's Scott Franz has more from opening day.
2: Democratic House Speaker Alec Garnett says bringing down the cost of living is his top focus. Despite the incredible work we've done to make health care more affordable, create a more fair tax code, and support small businesses during their times of need, life in Colorado has gotten more and more expensive. Republicans, including minority leader Hugh McKean, used their speeches to blame Democrats and their policies for the state's woes. The current state of our state is not good. We are going to have to spend every day of the next 120 days fighting to make it better for the people of Colorado. More than 40 bills have already been introduced, including two that aim to prevent wildfires by boosting firefighting resources and outreach to homeowners in fire zones. I'm Scott Franz at the State Capitol.
0: The National Weather Service forecast for the Western San Juans calls for mostly clear skies tonight with a low in the mid-20s. Thursday should be mostly sunny during the day with a high near 50 degrees, and mostly cloudy at night with a low around 25. Friday expects mostly sunny skies with a high around freezing. Friday night calls for partly cloudy skies, with a low around 10. This has been the news for Wednesday, January 12th. Thanks for listening. If you have a story idea or a news tip, call the news team at 970-728-3206. And now, a personal commentary. Hey Koto listeners! This Saturday is the last day of the 2021 open enrollment period for health insurance. This is your last chance to take advantage of the big savings on insurance plans that you can only access through open enrollment. You might qualify for a no-cost or low-cost health insurance plan, or you can save up to 50% on your premium through the marketplace. Our health coverage guides can meet with you one-on-one to find the plan that's right for you and help you enroll. Just go to tchnetwork.org or email enrollment at tchnetwork.org to set up an appointment. Don't wait. Be ready for 2022 and enroll in health insurance today. Opinions broadcast over KOTO are those of the speakers. You are also invited to express your views after the news or on access each weekday at around 4 p.m. If you would like to comment, please contact a staff person here at KOTO. We encourage you to speak out on important public issues.